Welcome to the Blackcast. It is I, Christian Blatt, on Twitter and Instagram and some other things at Christian DMZ. Joined as always by Captain EO at Jeff DuRay. I'm sorry, I'm busy petting the dog. That's a euphemism for what you're actually doing. <laughs> and making his triumphant return to the Blackcast, which seems like the first time in months, but it's like you were in half of one episode. Uh, when the phone kept cutting out and you kept losing me. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where the, I was on the episode for like maybe three minutes when uh, you cut all that together. It cut together pretty nicely. Okay. There, you know, there was actually a nice little uh, retrospective at the end of the episode where you could hear all the times that we, that you dropped. And uh, I cut them together with like a little uh, fast forward tape noise. I hope it was always like, fucking God damn it. No, Shit. it was usually jokes. But uh, Will Sterling, at Will Sterling underscore. I'm here. I'm host. back from, from my mission. Yeah. That's a, people will know about this mission. It's a very specific mission. People will be happy about this mission. But they still can't know from that mission from the phone call episode. No, they can. You know, because it's in the promos we're running at, at Podcast One. Really? Yes. Coming. Well, there's no time to talk about the. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> January 9th, Podcast One, Red Circle Sports with Mr. Dennis Miller. A weekly, a weekly sports wrap-up uh, podcast brought to you by Dennis via Skype, which is why we were driving. I'm talking like Ken now. Uh, via Skype. Skype. <laughs> uh, Daily Mail. And, uh, yeah, UK. He's just gonna dial. He's gonna dial in through Skype. I imagine this is inside baseball for people who know the Dennis Miller show. There's gonna be plenty of technical issues. <laughs> I really hope I don't have to drive up to Montecito. A bunch of I times just wonder if through some weird old outstanding contract, Liev is actually going to have to fix the technical issues. I really hope so. Because that would actually be pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that's very exciting. That's yeah. very exciting news. And yeah. I didn't even know that it was official you yet. You are going to be on the first episode. I uh, requested this. I, I have you been might told. be on most of the episodes. I have been told that I will be in the first episode. Yes. What, yeah. what sports are you talking about? That's why he told me that to my face. He's like, not to, not. Uh, you're a good guy, but Christian knows knows something about sports. I was like, you, you know, he does. <laughs> I was like, I'm not kidding. I don't really know anything about sports. He's like, that's why we're having Christian and uh, Rich Eisen. Get Eisen over. Uh, Eisen knows a little bit about sports, by the way. I don't know if I'm just being judgmental, but my accusatory tone was actually aimed at Dennis, not you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> Uh, but wow. to be fair, to be fair, I only ever heard him in the short brief. So in his defense, yeah. the only thing I ever heard him talk about was hockey in the most passing of ways <laughs> where he had virtually no knowledge of what was going on other than like key names that had been drafted. Well, the high. interesting thing is that you started after football season was over and yeah. we had Eisen on every week and we would actually get a lot of really good NFL guests. Oh. But... That was a season when he started like not watching the NFL as much. Yeah. So it, it made for some interesting conversations with Eisen. He's like, all right, Eisen, you got the game on Thursday. I'm not watching, but what is it? Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's not exactly what it was. We'll but. see, because I was there during football season because I was there when the Patriots, my team, the best team, won a Super Bowl, and he didn't want to talk about it throughout the entire playoffs. He was just like, yeah. eh, whatever, football's cool, I guess. <laughs> We had, some, we had some NBA like commentators on and stuff during play. We had Barkley. Barkley. Yeah. Dennis. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fascinating. And you know what? Knucklehead. That's terrible right there. That's terrible. <laughs> Even if his job is just as a facilitator, like interviewer, then fine. Like it's that's gonna have some merit. I'm just like purely from somebody who worked at a sports radio like hub. I'm Honestly, like, what do you have to fucking the, say? The thing is, and I'm like pseudo public about the way that I talk about this interview. So I don't really care. If you're concerned about that, 
understand that this is the podcast one model. Mm-hmm. This is what we do as a company. We don't think things through and then we make decisions and we give people shows. Sounds like the American way. <laughs> yeah. But this is Donald Trump's America, goddammit. In fairness to that model, how many people were telling the executives at MTV, you're going to give a bunch of shore trash a television show in circa 2010? Yeah, but they could cut it together into something that was spectacular. Well, you're going to cut... We're not doing that. You're going to cut all the podcasts together. Dennis is And by the yeah. way, speaking of the podcast, don't you do a... Is it regularly you do like drunk tweets with Brandy Glanville? We're doing our second episode tonight. Yeah. Well, I produce her podcast. Right. So now we're every couple of weeks we're going to do a drinking and tweeting episode. And it, is it just you and her? Yeah. And We drink and we read Twitter questions. And she's a real housewife of somewhere? Beverly correct? Hills. Beverly Hills. What okay. former? She hasn't been on for many years. Right. But she branched out from the brand. Yes. You know, she did doesn't... she get divorced? She did. She was cheated on by her ex-husband. Oh, that's... Yeah. And you guys do drunk tweets. <laughs> we do, yeah. That, that sounds well, like fun I, I to me. I understand why you would want to retreat into alcoholism with a very public divorce on reality I mean, television. they got divorced forever ago. It was like eight years ago. Well, that's what you're up to. And this is very exciting news. There are people that are listening to this, finding out for the first time about Red Circle Sports. Red Circle Sports. Like Dennis, like the ideas that at, over the weekend with the red pen, he mm-hmm. circles all the headlines he wants to talk about. Oh, see, I was thinking like red circle, like CCCP, because he only knows like Soviet era <laughs> hockey. He's going to talk about the miracle on ice. Telling you, Bella Ruzioni, motherfucking great captain. You know, the, the working title for the black cast was actually the uh, red circle jerk. Yep, my own belt. <laughs> Why not? Uh, but that's very exciting. January 9th, and apparently I'm going to be there. Am I Skyping? Let's figure this out on the well, air. Well, we'll be recording on the 8th. You will be in the studio. Do I have to go to be. Beverly Hills? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. I'm going to see some of my old friends over there. Okay, that'll be fun. You might see Norm Pattis. Yeah, I might see Norm Pattis. Party, uh, <laughs> Party Pattis. Anyway, uh, so that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, people that are listening to this, very excited to have Dennis back in their lives. It's a weekly show, right? Weekly, it, yes. Yeah. We'll be every Tuesday. Um, and let me just uh, tease it forward a little bit. On the DMZ Facebook group, we've kind of been teasing a big announcement, something that Dennis has in the works. This isn't it. There's something else, too. Cannot announce it yet. The short of it is that it's safe to say that I'll be able to go and do this that day and record because I'll have to check with my boss, but my boss will be the one hosting the podcast. So I think I'm going to be okay. That's all I can say. I probably said too much. Just like R.E.M. Oh, no. I said too much. So can I just, like, can I make a guess here? Yeah. Throw it out in the wind? He's making his triumphant return to Saturday Night Live. That's right. Maybe. I don't know. Look, I I can't say anything. I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, Anyway, this was a fun little preamble. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for joining (laughs) us on the Blackcast. We'll be back in 2018. Good night. And uh, good. no, but obviously, we got to do something big right here, obviously. So like good nerds, we're going to have to do what pretty much every podcast is doing this week. So we're going to have some big production come in here. is going to be our Star Wars The Last Jedi wrap-up. So excited to get a chance to talk about the movie. Guys, yeah, Will. I, um, 
I have not had a chance to see Star Wars, The Last Jedi. So uh, there's a new Star Wars movie. There is a new. Star came Wars out movie. about five days ago. Yes. And when you have not posting? seen it. I have not. I have not seen it. Um. Yeah. Uh. How many times did you see Phantom Menace in the theater? Uh. Eight. And you couldn't still get still the record. Still the record. Man of Steel was a six. Yeah. You couldn't quite tie. So. No. You you haven't deemed Last Jedi worth seeing once yet. Are you not telling yet. me you think Rey is a star whore because you're not willing to go see her in her pinnacle moment where she gets to have a lightsaber up in the sky? In the sky? She had a lightsaber in the last one? Yeah, but, but this, is really. in, this is in the poster and the oh, trailers is okay. what he's talking about. He's oh, not like holding get, yeah. it up to the sky. Yeah, yeah, holding it up to the sky. She's badass now. She's officially She's a got Jedi. a laser sword. She's, she maybe. the last Jedi. All right. Well... There goes uh, pages and pages of notes out the window, but um, we regroup. Um, as a consolation, I guess it's uh, time for the 2017 Blackass Christmas Extravaganza! <laughs> Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ, Jeff Duray at Jeff Duray, also known as Captain EO, and Santa Claus himself at William Sterling underscore. Hello, Christian. (laughs) Oh, Santa, so great to have you here on the podcast. wonderful to be here. Oh, Santa. Yes. Rudolph, stop drinking (laughs) the water from the tree basin. (laughs) You know, Santa, this is a really... Really difficult year, I think, for a lot of people. I'm pretty sure that's not Santa. That was Bill Cosby with a beard. I knew it. You got me again, Jeffrey. Uh. You always do it. You knew it was me. I tried to paint my skin white, but you see, it's very hard to paint as a white person. White face, we kind of deserve that, honestly. The Wayans brothers did it in the movie about chicks. This is really tough that I could not tell the difference between Santa Claus and Bill Cosby. Cosby and Whiteface. We're, we're basically the same. I ask people to sit on my lap the same way that Santa Claus does, except, you see, before they sit on my lap, I put some pills into the drinks, and the people drink the drinks. Mm, the, eggnog, the eggnog. And, and the, the cookies. And the cookies. Well, they ah. have on the shelf, uh, put the drink in, you know. But you know, Christian. Yeah. That at Christmas... There's nothing more important than sweaters. <laughs> sweaters. Cosby sweaters. Christmas sweaters. Well, you know, there's a lot that Bill Cosby has in common with Santa Claus. I guess he... No, get uh, out of here. He on does... Theo. On Rudy. On, <laughs> on Camille. Camille. My wife. <laughs> so, if you think about it, there's a lot of things that Santa Claus has in common with Bill Cosby. I feel like Cosby definitely... Breaks into a lot of houses in the middle of the night. Absolutely. And I also feel like he's come down many chimneys. Man. I was very happy with that one. Yeah. Yeah, was... I'd say Santa and Charlie Sheen have a lot in common in that they've given a lot of children things. Nope. <laughs> nope. No bell on that one. <laughs> no bell on that one. But I'm glad. 
Look, I can't I'm actively. Right I'm like, I can't I'm actively to, approve I'm trying of this. to do the math in my mind to understand what you're saying, and I think I know what you're saying, and yeah. I don't want to say it out loud. No, you can say it out loud now. We talked about it last week. Are you saying that he gave his children HIV? Oh, not no, his no. children. Oh, okay, okay. Just, just no. Corey Haim. Yeah. Just children in general. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. He and Corey Haim? Uh, yeah, I mean, that that's alleged that he raped Corey Haim. On Lucas, yeah. which is on HBO Go right now. Oh, thank you for the working the plug in there. They're going <laughs> to say, thanks, Jeff. Yo, I just think it's hilarious that in the midst of all these sexual abuse Stream allegations, <laughs> literally, like, the set of, the scene of the crime is up for what? It's like, hey, awful things had to happen to make this come to you. <laughs> Lucas, watch it now. But anyway, that touches on briefly what I was going to talk to Santa about before I realized he wasn't here. Uh, is that, uh, you know, look, it's an interesting uh, time to celebrate the holidays. Uh, I was talking more at Thanksgiving time that, uh, you know, you don't want to go around the table and ask people what they're thankful for this year. Because, I, I don't know, there's, there's not as much, you know. <laughs> there's a lot of things that uh, people can complain about. I, of course... I am uh, richer than George Bailey because I have friends, I have kids, I have an old house that's falling apart, so I'm just like George Bailey. Perfect. But uh, you know. an old post. Yeah, exactly. That's where that comes from, you know. In It's a Wonderful Life, when he walks up the stairs, the old post comes off mm -hmm. like in his hand. Yes. They had the same problem at the house in Christmas Vacation. Oh, that's right, they do. So he chops it off with his chainsaw, and he <laughs> says, "Fix an old post." <laughs> I forgot about uh, the, that in Christmas Vacation. And just like Christmas Vacation, you don't have much to be thankful for this year, but like Chevy Chase's dad in that movie, I have a little help from Jack Daniels. <laughs> See? A little help from my friends. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I, but personally, I feel uh, that I have a lot to be uh, very happy for. You know, little Lucy came uh, very early, and uh, she's going to get to celebrate Christmas. She came even sooner than Bujenski. That's rare. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I just I had to really weigh the options. The, last, my daughter and Bujins la, the same sentence. Last week was a whole episode of Jeff and I like, oh, I really can't use that word. I'm not going to make that joke. I'm not going to say, but see, Will's, Will's a couple of uh, celebration Sierra Nevadas deep. First of all, I'm half of one celebration Sierra Nevada deep. That's the one that's in front it's of you. It's a celebration, yeah. bitches. Yeah. Cool. There's five more beers in the fridge. And it's the holiday season. Yeah. We're here to celebrate Christmas. There's no war on yeah. Christmas on the Black Cast. Never. We all know that I shouldn't get liquored up on the Black Cast because that's when I start saying things that need to get deleted from episodes. Yeah. I like when Will gets uh, liquored up on the Black Cast because he shows up in the middle on camera. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Post Academy Awards. Yeah, that was yeah. great. We'll have to do that again this upcoming year. But uh, again, you have to arrive drunk. Just as drunk this time? Yeah, drunker. Drunk and real drunk. Drunkest. Yeah. What my point is that, you know, I don't know. For me, it doesn't take away from the, the Christmas season uh, because of how much I love this time of year. And granted, I have two kids now. And Felix at two is a lot more way terrified of Santa Claus, by the way. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, like, I you're saying this is a magical person who brings He doesn't. Yeah. No. He, He's he, like, fuck that guy. Heather's parents kidding? were just trying to talk to him about, you know, he brings you toys. And at my wife's grandmother's house, he, he visits there every yeah. year. He makes time. And everybody sits and, you know, they ask, are you going to sit on Santa Claus lap? And he's like, no, not without daddy. I'm like, okay, apparently, apparently he needs me. the best son in the world. I was Your say, son is so safe yeah. from predators yeah, and stuff. It's true. He's, he's like, like, he's like oh, this man breaks into our house once a year? 
False. No. <laughs> ADT is on that shit. Ha- old fat white person. Hashtag, wait, did you just say he called me that? No, that's that Santa. Been a- yeah, <laughs> Felix is like, yeah, this whole Santa thing sounds like fake news. It and is. that's how plugged in that kid is. Nobody knows more about Santa than me, okay? Uh-oh. I am, I am Santa. Christian, you thought your son was into manga, but he was into MAGA this whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> well, he wants to make America... Make maca make Christmas great again. Manga. Manga. <laughs> make America not Look, great again. To be fair, Felix remembers America was great in 2015. He wants to make it great again. You know, he wants it to be as great as it was when he was born. But, uh, you know, our, our pal Agent Starling, obviously, let's just say it's been an eventful year for you. But I eventful. know how much you love the you, Christmas season. I love Christmas. You came through the door today. And I don't mind. Sh- I don't mind opening up to people on the podcast. Christian came to my apartment today. We're recording this in a very emotional state. Still processing. You things. were in emotional state. You I see, was not. I was. You I were was. Fine. I was happy to be out of the house. You were fine. This is the one day. So yes, it's been quite the year. But you have a festive tree. It's wonderful. You have uh, action figures dressed for the Christmas season. You have Spider-Man oh, and uh, what looks like Jean Grey, but you said was Mary Jane. I still stand by it being Jean Grey. When it was purchased for me by my parents back in the 90s, it was Mary Jane. Mm, it still but, looks like Jean Grey to but me. But the, the molds to make action figures, you know, they really haven't changed. They still look pretty shitty, yeah. to be honest with you. They look, faces look a little bit better than I they I feel like they've to. gotten smaller, actually, rather than like the 8-inch figures. Yeah. Now they make 6-inch figures. Yeah, well, so look it's shrinkage over time. Who's to say they weren't just basically the same person <laughs> moving around extremely fast? Or Jean Grey was making like a psionic duplicate of herself, and that's Mary Jane Parker. I mean, there's already one clone of Mary yeah. Jane, Madeline Pryor. So and you know, the, just another one could have been Mary Jane. Well, yeah, and Mary Jane has clones, too. Think about that. Mary Jane had clones. I know Gwen Stacy had clones. I thought Mary Jane had clones too. Uh, see, I don't know. Uh, In like a TV show, I thought that was I'm, like the last episode. It was like, it was really a clone. She's still out there. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Well, Norman see. Osborne had sex with Gwen Stacy. Oh, no, no, no. I remember when Norman Osborne had sex with Gwen <laughs> Stacy. I remember when I had sex with Gwen Stacy. Uh, but Stan, she's just a piece of paper. I I stand by my story, Jack. Just cut a hole in the paper and you put your penis in it like American Pie. What, what if that's what the story of Spider-Man was really like? What if they did a really dark reboot and it was just like Norman Osborn, not actually the Green Goblin. It's more like a true detective's version where he's like giving these girls LSD and raping them and they think of him as this goblin. And Peter Parker has to go like find them and, and stop him and be like, Dude, stop doing these awful <laughs> things. Dude, Dude stop Harvey, doing that. Harvey Weinstein, stop doing what you're Whoa, doing. Shit. It's Christmas. What? You're saying Harvey Weinstein can't celebrate Christmas because no. he's Jewish? He's in the corner. He's drunk. Oh. Oh, my God. He's over there. He's over there with Eric Singer. He's over there with Eric Singer. Who has a, a nice saucer of eggnog. Saucer of milk. Yeah, uh, the eggnog. Yeah. I, I'm so, you know, Eric Singer hadn't been here in a long time. He's been gone. Yeah. He's well, actually they, been at your house. Don't get along the cat dog thing. Oh, yeah. 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 Now fucking Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, it's getting really crowded here. Harvey, put the robe back on. <laughs> I understand it's a kimono, but it doesn't make it no. any more appropriate. No, nobody wants to see you take a shower. Yeah. Except Jeff. But none of the rest of us want to see you take a shower. Yes, it's huge, but nobody cares about <laughs> bush size. Yeah, Bajensky's <laughs> coming later. He'll be here. He'll take care of you. <laughs> but the point of it is, obviously, we're able to have some fun holiday mirth just there. But, Will, 
Yes. Able to enjoy Christmas. Maybe it's yes, it's Christmas, different this year. Yeah, Christmas but. has been nice. I I I. And you have a lady I in your life. Slipped into a relationship with a yeah. woman. With a woman. It's an interesting. Way yeah, I slipped into a relationship with a woman. I was. I thought she was trans, but yeah, I was. Yeah, I was hoping to date a non-binary individual. Listen, but, Matt, you okay to tease my own podcast? I don't know when this episode's going to go up. But the holiday like ten minutes after we record it, report will be up uh, Friday. Yeah. The 22nd? 22nd. Yes, 22nd. Uh, Christian wrote all the opening monologue jokes for it. Oh, all of them? I didn't know. I thought you would sprinkle in some that you I wrote. I think I took one out and put one or two in Okay. of my own. But for the most part, like I had no time that I told you, you're heavily featured in the show in the beginning yeah. and the end of it, uh, that I relied on other people to do a lot of work for me that they're good at so I could just focus on acting and editing. You know who that sounds like? Believe me, you're doing such a great job with the podcast. Nobody knows. Nobody knows about motivating okay. better. I am the greatest motivator. And where can people find the Motivation Report Christmas Extravaganza Motivation on the Report. Com. MotivationReport.com. We got Blackcast.com. Jeff, what do you got? Will Sterling, the Jared Kushner of podcasting. <laughs> uh, Jeff, how's your uh, how's your ten years in the making podcast coming I along? Make everybody else do all the work, and I'm just like, yeah, aren't I great? Yeah. I have all the jobs. That's yeah. Why I, yeah. I, who knew that the motivation report was like a clothing line designed by Kathy Lee Gifford? You know, you just have people slaving away and he just slaps his name on it. And uh, Dave the dog is here. He has a festive. Yeah. He's very fe concerned. He's very scared right now because we're being very loud. But he has a very festive he's holiday bandana. But he loves his other dad. Jeff, Jeff. is like dad number two. It's yeah. just me. Jeff is probably more responsible of a father today than I am. Let's be real. Well, look, let's put this way. You know who's not a responsible father right now? You. Me. I got two kids. I don't even know where they are. Either one of them. <laughs> I think they're both in the car, but I told Felix to circle the block until daddy came out. It's two o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Mm, vaguely, you know. <laughs> Uh, Jeff. Yes. Christmas. 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 Uh, you feeling festive this year? Not really. I, I kind of lost my sense of uh, season, like holidays, when I was working through all of them. <laughs> yeah, you would work every holiday. <laughs> Pretty you much. Would work. So yeah. it was like for yeah. the six years I was doing, I was working at Premiere. It was every single holiday. I worked through almost every single one. Like my 25th birthday, I literally worked 13 hours out of that 24 hour day. Well, I worked like one hour on my 30th birthday and I was like, fuck you guys. Well, that's <laughs> interesting because you said your 25th birthday, you worked 13 hours. Yeah. On my 13th birthday, I jerked off for 25 hours. Wait, nice. Go ahead. Sorry, Dave. Oh, I know Dave. Does. I I can never tell how Dave feels about the bell. So that has really taken away from just the holidays. But you you've got the lovely agent Romanov. Yeah. Yes. You guys are living in sin. We are. Yeah. Oh. Thankfully. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> living in sin. Ah, oh, sinful. Uh, you know, it's it's good. We're just in like uh, one of those. It's about to be a new year. I was I was just kind of thinking to myself, being like mostly unemployed over the last year it's just like this last year didn't really exist for me mm -hmm. like i it's as weird as this is uh i kind of judge time based on like when movies come out to an extent so it's like you'll look at movie titles and when they say they're from and it'll be like 2016 yeah yeah and then i'm like oh wait it's 2017 it's about to be 2018 did 2017 even happen for me i i can't be sure yeah you uh, had some very triumphant appearances on the Black Cast. Yeah. No, so, obviously, that's important. I think it's just a matter of, like, uh, this was just kind of like a, a rest year for me. And 
I don't know that everybody needs those, but maybe I did. So uh, we'll get it going. There's nothing wrong. You it's what they that. call it's what they call the gap year. You yeah. know, after you uh, graduate from high school or college, you just you know you walk the earth like Kane from Kung Fu. Look at it on the other side of it, where I obviously came out of something significant, and in the second half of this year, have had one of the most productive years from my own content that I've ever had, and I really would rather jump off of a cliff. I'm so busy and driving myself crazy that I forced myself to do all this stuff that I'm like, I, my New Year's resolution, no joke, I've told people, is to do less you, next year. You would so really she, like Maria Bamford. <laughs> she has like a whole thing about I that. am like, to, to process the shit that I was doing, I just worked and I made a lot of cool stuff and I'm very happy with it. Such Superman, as Superman, Superman Relevant Dimensions. Relevant on the uh, slash Superman. Yeah. Um, Jeff and I still not on it. We haven't done a special edition reissue. Where we've been Wait at a it. Minute. So I released a huge, substantial crossover nerd episode yeah. of the podcast, and we're still not like on a it. movie without pictures. It's great, yeah. and you guys didn't even do a Black Hat recap episode of that, but you'll do one. We, of Star no, Wars. we actually did talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. didn't do a whole episode. I'm not. We talked lie. about. I guess your I should thing. listen to the show. Yeah, yeah you probably occasionally <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I'm not going to... No, we actually just spent I, like 30 minutes jerking you off without yeah. your knowledge and while you were sleeping. Yeah, Harvey that, Weinstein style. And uh, nah. <laughs> a very Harvey Christmas. That's the name of the episode. Probably uh, is, actually, now that, now that you mention it. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were just like sitting there talking about how like clearly you had put in a lot of work and it was great and it was a lot of fun. And we even it. said on that episode, I can't wait till the next time he's on yeah. the show so we can give him shit for not putting us in it. But that came after <laughs> that followed us talking about how great it was and how much we enjoyed it. And we didn't know we needed a Superman doctor who crossover. Um, yeah, do. Real question. Yeah. Which doctor is that? It sounds like David Tennant. It sounds you like hear the piece Tenet. of dialogue that I no, put no, in there on purpose, but I'm just, you know, in your mind as you're going through that, it was AJ. Okay. Alistair. Right. The actor. Like, I knew that he had wanted him to be the, the doctor. Yeah. So I just, that's who I saw. You just saw it as so him. So when he talks about his number, he gets confused whether or not he's the 17th, 18th, or 19th. Okay. Which gives me the joy of being like, who fucking cares? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want people picturing that as any of the current doctors because I wanted him to be able to play it the way he wanted to play it. And I didn't want to interact with somebody pretending to be Matt Smith or David Tennant. Um, I feel pretty confident that I could have done a Paul McGann impression, but whatever, it's too late. It's, really? it's out there. It's done. No, it's gone. But I can only hey, do... We'll have the 8th Doctor and the 17th, 18th, 19th Doctor I can, cross over. I can only do him as Luther's friend from Luther. Yes. So I can't do him as the Doctor, so okay. it's probably not useful. Okay. But anyway, I just wanted to put that on the record. Uh, so, Jeff, you're traveling for Christmas. I know you went back east for Thanksgiving. I'll be traveling to this current domicile to take care of the puppy. Because Will's going to go down to Christmas Day. To, yeah. to, to he the will family. be here in this building with my dog. Should you record a Jeff cast while you you're sitting here? Probably. Oh, I'm here with Dave, live broadcasting from uh, <laughs> like Castile Albers. I do my New Zealand accents. Oh. Like, you know, oh, you're telling me that <laughs> Hammer pulled you off? Hammer pulled you off? That's my favorite line from that movie. He's very funny. You know, I'm glad you mentioned it because on my, to, on my to-do list yeah. of things for this episode uh, was one, Bill Cosby impressions. Mm. Two, Harvey Weinstein jokes. Great. Three, inappropriate bell about my baby daughter. Yeah. But also <laughs> to ask Will because we had booked a, some time with Agent Starling for a couple very special episodes. And each time he booked a very important gig, an audition, 
had to go up to the barn to um, sit with Mr. Miller. So you were not a part of our Thor Ragnarok episode. I was not. But even though I had bought you a ticket, don't worry, I got a refund. It was Good. Six, it was six dollars. Oh, you bought me a ticket? I, I had. You'd already bought me one. That's all right. I had bought four tickets. You know, I saw it that night though. I saw it the same day. Just that nighttime. Yeah, but we'd already recorded the episode. I know. Yeah. I know. Also, we haven't talked to you about Justice League. We're not going to spend a whole show on it, but. People, here, here. people have me, asked. Let me do Justice League because everyone knows I'm a big DC fan. Yeah. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. Uh-huh. Uh, disappointed because you wanted more from it. Or was it... I actually would, honestly, even if it was more divisive, I would have rather seen Zack Snyder's version of it. I just I mean, think that that, even if it was like darker or whatever, like I just think that that would have been a more coherent version than the, than the fucking two heads of two directors in the studio being like, we don't know what the fuck we want coming together. There's yeah. a lot to like about it, and it was very entertaining, and I wasn't angry when I left the theater, but it could have – it's like it made no money because people were like, like this is, it's just not – yeah. I'm glad we had Wonder Woman this summer because that's the movie that we deserved. Yes, and I also think that to your point about sort of it being you know two masters to the one movie, there – Jeff and I talked about this in the episode along with our special guest, the raging rhino, uh, John Nolan. Yeah. And we talked about how sometimes the comedy just uh, worked and sometimes it just fell so flat. Yeah. And it was just like to cut that joke out. Who's – okay. You remember my shtick? Okay. I told you I was going to sum it up and now I'm getting into it. <laughs> do you want to do that? What I counted on, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. This is, why do you think we're? This is what we do here. Yeah. I see. Why? I was like, why? I thought we were gonna blow through it. No, but no, no. You baited why? me. Yeah. You why baited did, me. Why do you think we came to your house to um, record a podcast? Who's okay? You know my thing about the guy that needs to be in the room. Was like, I, okay, I understand what you guys are doing. Like it. Like what we're doing. Just real quick though, maybe we don't. This. Whose fucking idea was it to open the Justice League with cell phone camera footage of a CGI'd altered? Henry Cavill's face. Yeah. That looked horrible. Yeah. And it looked so bad I thought it was Brandon Ralph. Portraying a pick a version of Superman we have not seen yet. The thing that I think is actually okay is that they're achieving the sort of Christopher Reeves-esque Chris I'm ooh, I mispronounced it. Christopher Reeve-esque Superman. That's a big pet peeve of mine. It's not Christopher Reeves. It's George Reeves. George Reeves, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeve. Reeve. Um Superman. That's fine. You can earn that. When he comes back to life, he's all hope and optimism. Fine. But you can't say that in his past life. Like in the trailers, Batman's like, Superman inspired this world to do all this stuff and I can't let him down. I'm like, I love the the Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman. I love both of those movies. I yes. like that version of Superman because it, it reflected how I felt for the past handful of years. And it's just been the Superman that I needed, which is like dark, introspective, and sad. And it's relevant to me. So for you to be like, uh, I just believe that the world needs us to be. That's why I made the Superman Doctor Who thing because I was like, this is the Superman that people want to hear and see. And that's what I was felt. So like they just, it was rushed and it was like, it was under two hours even though I know they shot. It was like, an hour um, 59. What yeah. the fuck? Like give yeah. it the extra 30 minutes. It's fine. Like I know that the executives were like, it has to be short. I'm like, put more Zack Snyder stuff. It's here's, fine. Here, here's what I'll say. There are probably 10, maybe 15 minutes that, that probably would have helped. Yeah. I don't know if another half hour would have helped. But again, no, but I mean, it would have like, been a totally different movie. Yeah. And, you know, I think that there's a lot that I took away from that movie. And I was like, I had fun. Yeah. And that's what I told people. I'm like, it's fun. But uh, as we talked about on the podcast, it came out a week or two weeks after Thor. So it was like right on the heels of this great, big, fun superhero movie that we 
both really enjoyed. And, you know, my friend Brad, who listens from Australia, you know, Brad, he uh, actually had made the same point that he's like, oh, Justice League was all right. But he had just seen Thor the day before. You know, it, it took away from it a little bit. But again, the movies, it's not like a linear, like clear movie, you know? I was going to say, I've seen Thor twice now, and mm-hmm. I've only seen Justice League the one time. Mm-hmm. So in fairness, I, and I'm obviously biased towards Thor. I literally quoted it earlier and was saying how much I love that. Yeah. I love the director, Taika Waititi. He's my, Just, that's why I wanted to, that's yeah. why I was like, I've hated the past two, you know how I feel about yeah. Thor. As soon as Taika Waititi was the director, I was like, this will be great. Yeah. yeah, which is what you said on this very podcast whenever that was. You're like, okay, great. This exactly. Is, this is the Thor we need now. Everybody who saw that was was and knew who he was from his other films was like, all right, on board. This is going to be fun. Um, and it was. And I think that was that's kind of <clears throat> where those two movies went into polar opposite directions, right? Thor was almost surprisingly but not surprisingly great because it was like for a thor movie if you had never heard of taika waititi you would have been like what if you watch the first two thors and then you watch this one you'd be like holy shit this is so much better and different and fun and interesting (laughs) yeah uh and that's because it was we're actually getting another a new unique voice telling a story that we've already heard and i feel like that's what they're forgetting we've heard all these stories we've seen big strong powerful people beat up other strong powerful people now so it's not about showing us those things on the big screen like it was in the first few iterations yeah. now it's about telling stories in that and that's what was supposed to be great about superman was that he was the ultimate power so it's all about how he handles his conflict not that he can handle it because he's always going to win it's just a matter of how he does it he always has to do it the quote-unquote right way and so with like the thor movie you get this voice with the other one it's clear you've got the division from the two directors you got the division from the studio stepping in and and stepping on creativity so it's almost like what we really need is another Justice League movie where you just have one brand new director who hasn't done any of the right. I agree. Me, yeah, uh, William J. Sterling. Haven't directed a single major feature film in my life. Big budget doesn't matter. They Couple gave good fucking that one guy Jurassic World, and apparently everybody liked that movie. So everybody, he could, not everybody, me, not me. Okay, but two hundred and ten million dollars in its opening weekend that beat the Avengers. Yeah, that's true. Says that. Apparently, people give a shit about dinosaurs directed by a hack who doesn't know what he's doing, which is why they took episode nine away from him, because he's, a, he's not that person. Anyway, Thor and Justice League. I will say that Thor was like so entertaining, and it's the only Thor movie that I cared about, and it was so funny that all of the things that were good about it overlooked the fact that it pretty much had no soul. Like, there was no theme. Like, oh, your planet's destroyed. Like, you have to become this thing. Like, it was very light on theme, heavy on style, substance, and comedy. And I will take that over anything else any day. What Kate Blanchett as the bad guy was so worthless and trite that when they fought and she was defeated, we were all like, yeah, of course. Like as soon as they introduced her, like, yeah, and then they're going to fight and then it's going to be fine. going to win. Yeah. But in the trailer, like, they, like she destroyed his hammer. Yeah. I want to see more of the implications of that. That she never saw him. that again. Yeah. She was just average by the time they got together and fought, and then Led Zeppelin played again, and he won. If I might explain that, not that <laughs> please, I, Jeff, not yes. that I'm trying. If I may, no, I hate trying to be that guy. But my understanding, of, or my definition of why that went that way, was in the beginning, Thor is so limited by his hammer because that's a Thor we've known this whole time. You're right. It's like, yeah. oh, all his power is from Mjolnir, and the fact that other people can't yeah. lift it. Mjolnir. Hey, Mew, 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 mew. But that's the, but Dorothy, you could have gone home anytime you wanted to. You yeah. had the power to go home anytime you wanted. 
Great. Then why the fuck didn't you tell me that before? Yeah, why did I have to use this hammer? Why didn't you just tell me you don't need the hammer? Yeah. Well, that's what Odin said. The, yeah. the hammer was just to channel his power because he is so infinitely powerful yeah. that if he just went trying to wield his full power all the time, he would have been destroying everybody and himself, likely. So this is the evolution of Thor to... Odin's son, right? You lose the eye. You're just like yep. your father. You don't need your magical hammer anymore because all of the power was already in you. Just like Odin never really needs anything because he's just fucking Odin, right. the king of shit. Um, so that was, to me, that was... Uh, if Ragnarok was basically, you know what has to happen based on the title. You know that Asgard has to be destroyed. Like, that's what Ragnarok is. That's why we get that definition from Surtur at the beginning. Like, Ragnarok, we're going to blow love, that place up. I, yeah, I love that insane <laughs> exposition opening, which is like, thank God it's funny because it saved it from being the worst scene that could have ever been. Like, I think Taika Waititi knew. He's like, shit, we have to explain a bunch of stuff. It's the worst, structure-wise, but we're going to do it. But if we make it funny, maybe no one will notice. Mm -hmm. I noticed. It was bad. Like, that's a writing faux pas. Like, you just don't do that. But it was entertaining. And Clancy Brown was the voice of that thing. And I love Clancy Brown. Yeah. And to me, that was their way of sidestepping what your expectation of the story would have been if you'd seen no trailers but knew what Ragnarok was supposed to be. Right? Also, Avengers 2, remember that scene that made no fucking sense that they kept in the movie the for dream whatever reason? sequence. Did that pay off in this movie? It was supposed to? No, exactly. Yeah. There was supposed to be part of that that had Loki that would have paid off. But then they cut that part out. At that point... Avengers Age of Ultron was already three and a half hours. So they're like, no, it can't be 331. We got we to gotta trim that dream sequence. Uh, I do want to backtrack to Justice League because when we talked about it originally, we never talked about the end credit scenes. We talked about the really fun Superman and Flash race, mm -hmm. which we loved because eh. it's great. It's just like, no, but it's a light moment. Yeah. It doesn't have any significance. Right. It's just like, hey, well, they would totally want to do that. Yeah, Those was, guys would want to do that. But here's the thing. We only needed that moment not the pushing a car and lifting a building moment. Like, to me, doing that race is doubling down on that. We already just yeah. saw that it's like, oh, look, you're yeah. both moving real fast, but he can lift a heavier First of thing. all, even though I hate Barry Allen and Wally West will always be the Flash for me, Flash is faster than Superman. Absolutely. Superman is not faster than the speed of light. That's what the speed force allows the Flash to do, is run on the other side of the speed of light. Superman can't do that. But he's very fast, Superman. Of he's course, still very fast. Very fast. Very fast. And that's some great moment in, also, the, in this movie. in the yeah. writing. That really bothered me, actually. Yeah. The Flash has a hyper-accelerated hyper metabolism before he's in touch with the Speed Force. But in the movie, he's eating a bunch of pizza with Bruce Wayne being like, the Speed Force makes me have to eat a bunch of food. That's not true. As soon as he actually does, this is a Wally thing because the Speed Force was originated with Wally. Once he gets in touch with the Speed Force, it allows him to pull his speed from a different place and not from his physical body. So he's running fast because of the Speed Force, not because of his mechanics. So he doesn't have to eat as much food once he taps into the Speed Force. He gets to basically eat like a normal person. So you see, there's a little fun fact from yes. Agent Starling, at William Sterling underscore. So, William Sterling bad, underscore. Right. But no, not necessarily, because if you watch Barry Allen run in that movie, he's a fucking retard. Like, and, I, and that's clearly, to me, very much for a point. Uh, Jeff, we don't use that word anymore. He ran like a queer. That's what sorry. you meant to say. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let Wait. me say that again. <laughs> if you saw Barry Allen running in that fucking movie. He ran like a goddamn a queer. goddamn queer running like a total, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the actually thing that bothers me more is that the speed force is a term that's thrown around like it's like a common understanding that the Flash just sure. knows what this is. The Flash is barely in, in understanding of how 
strong his powers are. The Speed Force is a big fucking deal. And the TV show does the same shit, which is just treat it lightly. Like, as soon as he's in touch with the Speed Force, imagine running on the other... Like, you're faster than the speed of light. Like, if a beam of light is shooting through space and you're in front of it, like, that's what it feels like to be the Flash. Like, that was such a big moment in Wally's books that the Speed Force has just become this fucking commodity that, like, everybody's like, it's the Speed Force. It's where he gets his powers. It's like, yeah, but only when he earns it. And nobody knows... Nobody... I know what I'm. I know what I'm. So talking you're about. that guy. In the I will direct like, Justice League too and make it good. Like, but according to the theory of relativity, if he was traveling faster than the speed of light, of course, he would be time traveling. Any point he travels faster than the speed of light. Correct. Hashtag flashpoint. Now, a quantum being and not a like a speed. We had talked about that end credit scene. What we have not talked about when we did our Justice League special, which Will was auditioning or lifting weights or hanging out with Dennis. I don't remember what the excuse was. <laughs> All three at the same time. <laughs> auditioning for Dennis by lifting weights. Yeah, I think that's probably what it was. <laughs> and that's why I'm doing his first show. Wow, because that's he... how you open a Skype account? <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta bench fitty. Uh, the scene with Lex on the boat. And somebody commented that, like, hey, you didn't tell us what you thought about that. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke. And now, is Deadpool a knockoff of Deadstroke, of Deadshot, or both? Because Deadpool, I know, isn't the original. I know Deadpool's a Deadpool ripoff. Deadpool is a ripoff of Deathstroke. Okay. Deadshot is a separate thing. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I knew which one he was a ripoff of. Because, I mean, I like Deadpool, so I'm like, all right, I probably, I probably like Deathstroke. Deathstroke's then. name is Slade Wilson. Oh, right. Like Wade Wilson. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So that's definitely him. I'll tell you what I didn't like about that scene is just the reminder of social network Lex Luthor, but there he was. But uh, it seems to be one of those setting up a movie that maybe we're not going to get. We probably won't get it. Yeah. I mean... I've heard something where it's like, Joe Manganiello, the only one that they're going to keep from any of that bullshit you saw. Like, they're going to get rid of Jesse Eisenberg, probably. I don't know. what. It's such a mess. It's um, so weird to see, like, because the books, the comics are so good. Rebirth, like, really, they were like, oh, let's do what we, we're good at. But the people running the movies, like, I love Jeff Johns, but he's not there. He, he's not a guy to, yeah. to handle the movies. No. Uh, but in the context of watching the scene, were you excited? Like, oh, that'd be cool if that happens, that we get to see the yeah, character? Honestly, this is sort of reflective of how I felt about the movie. I was like, all right. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, what, and honestly, a lot of this also could be that I've had so much going on in my life. And I'm not being like, woe is me. Like, I was honestly just pseudo excited to see it. Like, I was like in Big Bear that weekend. Remember, I was going to miss it because I was shooting. Yeah, and, that's right. And I came back and I saw it with Rachel. And I was just like, great. We saw it. We did it. And then I just went about all the other shit that I had to do. Like, what did what Rachel think of the movie, by the way? She liked it. She's, did she think it was... Fine. I think she probably liked it more than I did. Really? But I'm more critical comic book fan-wise. Yeah. She loves, adores Wonder Woman. Nice. So she was, every time Wonder Woman was on screen, squeeze my hand. See, that's exactly the problem with the DC Universe right yeah. now. Like, I think Justice League would have worked tri- uh, like tremendously if it had come after the Flash movie, after the Cyborg movie, after the... Obviously. But, but I'm just saying, like... The reason that the Avengers worked was because it was payoff of like, hey, all those guys that we see fighting and yeah. we know are strong and like that really big baddie that they're going to have to figure out. Yeah. Like maybe it's the problem is that their most uh, bankable franchise is their 
most overpowered superhero. So uh-huh. it's like if you start with Superman Not and anymore. General Zod, yeah. yeah, where do you go from there? Like those two beings in terms of you can't really up the ante too much yeah. in the other individual offshoots. It's like Barry Allen and a guy who throws boomerangs. Yeah. Like, well, and that's kind of the point too, by the way, is that you know the fact that you have this big team-up movie and you have to take the time to explain, well, Barry's dad's in jail. And, you know, and it's like all stuff that you would have known in, in a standalone movie. And it, it definitely kind of kills the pacing of it. Uh, I didn't know anything about Cyborg, except that he used to be on the Super Friends, as we discussed a few weeks ago. Uh, so I needed to know all that. Would have helped the movie that if it weren't in this movie, though. So I'm not kidding. I love Superman, Batman, all these guys, Flash, you know that. They're not, they don't know what they're doing, and it's been fucking itself multiple times. The one movie that really worked in terms of audiences and money is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman by herself made more money than the entire Justice League did together. Right. There is a team of sisters writing a great comic right now called Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. First of all, equality is very important. Second of all, as a studio, I understand how much money matters. If DC was like, you know what we're actually going to do with Warner Brothers? We'll let our major characters, like, maybe we'll do something with them like every once in a while. But we're actually going to try to corner the female superhero market. They would fucking destroy. If they did a Batgirl and the Birds of Prey movie where you could have Batgirl, uh, Black Canary, Huntress. You could do Cat. We could work Catwoman in there. Poison Ivy. You could get Harlequin. And this big, cool, awesome, like, weird team-up thing that's like Suicide Squad but not shitty. (laughs) And it's all funny girls. And Wonder Woman could have her cameo. Like, it would make so much fucking money. And then they'd be like, oh, this is super... Like, female characters are very profitable right now. And the fact that studios still don't fully recognize it is preposterous. Frozen made, like, $1.5 billion worldwide. Right. Um, Do that. Marvel's not focusing on their female characters because they obviously don't fucking give a shit. So let them We're going to have Ms. Marvel. We're going to have Ms. Marvel. I'm sure it'll be Or Captain Marvel, sorry. Uh, but they're focused on their black character having what looks like it's going to be a... Uh, can I say that it looks like it'll be a dope-ass movie? Am I allowed black to say Panther. that? Okay. Black Panther looks... Oh, man. I like don't put my fist in the air. I don't know anything <laughs> about Black Panther, so I'm like not sure what to make of the trailer, but it looks entertaining. It looks really cool. Yeah. yeah. Can, how the fun? fact that the revolution will not be televised is the song that's used yes, in the trailer. Yes, it will not be. Can, so can we all go see it together? And the reason I'm saying I need you guys with me is because I want to dress like a Black Panther, but obviously not <laughs> the Black Panther. <laughs> with a leather glove and Not shit. black face, though. No, 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 no. no, no, no. He's not no. crazy. Just like the outfit. The, like the black leather like, coat. I'm dressed up. With the black, black turtleneck <laughs> shirt. And the one the glove. Beret. The beret. Uh, yeah, Malcolm so we'll cool. we'll plan to go see that together, and then we'll <laughs> cancel the night. Right. We'll cancel the day before because <laughs> we'll have something to do. Just so, have- Will, you're talking about scaling back. So, does that mean that uh, less black cast than in 2017? So, I think you were on like oh, no, I think no. you were on like eight of them. <laughs> no, it's a joke. What, in, in this <laughs> was just a joke. <laughs> I just mean like take on less. You know what I mean? Like I'm so try to, try to enjoy my life. How many elaborate radio dramas do you think you'll produce in 2018? One. The Christmas special for 2018. I'm going to try to start that way earlier and do more work for it for yeah. myself. Well, you know, I, of course, have my Christmas idea, which I didn't do again this year. Well, you had a baby. So, yeah, I know. It's a little different. Well, my wife did. But I really want to do a, a big Christmas show. I really like the idea I have. I've shared it with Will in the past. Off air. You shared it with Jeff, too. Uh, off air. But uh, we just, uh, just couldn't get it together. So, in fact, uh, instead... What we're doing for Christmas is, you know, this. 
This is kind of like leftover stuff. Like, what's the stuff we didn't talk about? That, <laughs> and then you uh, wrote jokes for my podcast. I wrote so, jokes for your podcast, yeah. <laughs> Come listen to the Bladcast. It's the dad went to the store Christmas morning <laughs> to get you something <laughs> yeah. of I Christmas episode. I bought turkey ties. I bought uh, <laughs> Mickey's in a 40. <laughs> You know, cranberry <laughs> sauce in the fucking cans, the same shape when it comes out. You know what we got at the DeRay household for Christmas this year? You can't see it, but there's a cigar burn on my arm. <laughs> he said, take him a pack of cigarettes and smoke up, Johnny. <laughs> you know, we like, to, we like to have fun here on the Blackcast. And uh, sometimes we talk about serious things. And uh, last week was no exception. It was uh, Coltrane. Captain EO and myself talking about all of the sex scandals and allegations and harassment. And we didn't Wait, Coltrane go. Coltrane was that episode talking about sex scandals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all the public celebrity ones, all the ones reported in dailymail.co.uk. Not one ones that no he participated one. I don't know in. what I was doing, but it's probably a good thing that I was. <laughs> probably, probably, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what you were doing, but you, oh, you were in the car. That was the same day we recorded uh, that episode. It was like right after we got off with you. We were on with Ken, who I don't think he was going anywhere. I'm kind of suspect that he was just driving in circles around Massachusetts. Because I'm like, bro, you've been on the phone with us for about an hour. I lived in Massachusetts. It takes two to get across the entire state. Yeah. He went to the Cape. He went to the Cape and back, basically. Yeah, like, is what he wants to go into Florida to see Watson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he, he, I don't think he has visitation anymore. But one of the things we talked about, we were we didn't feel like we went out on a limb. We were so sure that and we did not give credit to the good people of the state of Alabama. And we said, well, of course, they're going to vote for an accused child molester or whatever you call that. I guess that's a child molester when you rub up against teenagers at the mall. That's probably what that is, right? Uh, yeah. Are they under 18? Then yes. Yeah. I believe that's called being Carcosa or the Yellow King. Oh, no. Actually, I believe Barbosa. it's called the Pirate, <laughs> the pirate Bujenski. Arr, ladies. Be ye 16 or younger? But anyway, yeah, you be the age of consent. And we recorded that a week before it posted. And we're like, well, you know what? And, you know, we owned up to it. We're like, yeah, we know it hasn't happened yet, but we're so sure that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were wrong. And I wanted to give a, you know, it was like by like one and a half percentage points, but still give a tip of the hat to people in Alabama. Just for just, yeah, just a tip. Want to give just a tip? Just the tip. The idea that they're like, yeah, uh, we don't like Democrats, but we don't like this guy, so maybe they stayed home. I, I don't know what exactly happened. The fact that the president endorsed him. Yes. And he went hard for him Man. because of how important the vote was, and that's the point. That vote is never that important. No. But here's, I, well, here's one thing that I, I just kind of uh, putting on this. I don't know if this is the reality of the situation, but I'm hoping that this is people waking up a little bit, right? Where it was like a year ago, the the answer was like, yeah, I mean, this guy is saying and doing some pretty awful things, but at least he's not her. Yeah. They've gotten past that. They're like, 
oh, if they say and do awful things, they'll probably continue to be pretty awful. Like, we shouldn't go with that essay method of deciding who to go for. Yeah, no, just like, yeah, not being this terrible person. Actually paying attention. He may have committed uh, all sorts of, like, statutory rape, but at least he doesn't have a vagina because that's the worst (laughs) possible thing. So, uh, I don't know, that surprised me. And look, there's not a lot to look at in the news. And you go like, hey, that's something that went well, you know? Uh, uh, you know, when you can't flip around on morning television without seeing somebody who had to resign in a sex scandal. Okay, George <laughs> Stephanopoulos hasn't. I just thought yet. of like the worst thing. Technically, uh, does he have something? Well, no, he doesn't. But he's he's Good Morning America okay. and Charlie Rose and Matt Lauer. Had Technically, to Hillary and Roy Moore have something in common. They both touched fourteen-year-old girls at some point. <laughs> That's the black ass tumbleweed blowing through. <laughs> Is that all the air getting sucked out of the room? Because, <laughs> hi. Uh, Give but, me a light valve. <laughs> that's, like, that's like Morse code. Oh, no, that's not Morse code. S-O-S. Save our show. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. I didn't want to you know, get into a whole serious thing. But I was just like, we were, Jeff, how sure were we? I mean, we spent oh, yeah. a we good couple positive. minutes. I had no doubt in my mind. I was just like, no, because people in Alabama, I was like, there are... 40 states where people would not vote for an accused child molester. Uh, and then in the 10 others, they're like, yeah, he might be a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. He's got an R next to his name. He's getting my vote. I heard this. I mean, not to make this too serious, but I heard this interesting discussion and kind of talk of uh, reincarnation to an extension. And it was basically like all those times you get stuck doing something that you know you don't want to do. It's basically the wrong thing to do, but you feel like you've been painted into the corner by just like habit and you're going to do something destructive for yourself. And I feel like that's what we thought as a nation was going to happen in Alabama. It's like, well, we've just started painting ourselves into corners and doing the self-destructive thing to act out and let everybody know how mad we are. We don't feel like that anger has subsided any, so we expect that same black hole of bad habit to just suck us right into it and go down that same path. And it's almost uh, encouraging that we didn't, and it's hopeful that things will start trending back towards a little bit more sanity. (laughs) It's sad that I think the best thing for American politics would be significantly less information. (laughs) I think you might be right. We are definitely uh, over-informed. Yes overstimulated uh, as it were but speaking of stimulation will how excited were you to watch the trailer for the jurassic world sequel talking about black holes <laughs> i watched it yeah what'd you think it looks like the same fucking movie i mean it probably is right yeah is there any hope for it anything about it that no i mean yeah it'll make a lot of money oh okay well there you go story and theme wise probably not Mm-hmm. The fact that Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt are like not together, but they lure them all back to the island because his one raptor is still alive, blue. Yeah. Stop going to the place where the fucking dinosaurs are. <laughs> I understand that you raised raptors as if they were mammals, which is not possible. They don't have the same empathy centers in their brains, especially prehistoric reptiles, the way that mammals do. Modern, that you cannot train. A raptor with a fucking clicker and a bag of treats like a goddamn dolphin. 
But wait, birds love you. Because Train. birds are modern day animals. They're not thousands of year old prehistoric revive like fucking DNA from a goddamn bug and amber but thing. Then, but all the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Stop going back to the place where the fucking dinosaurs are. That's the answer. All Just the don't go. Let them die again. All the dinos have modern day reptile or other DNA mixed in with them, as we have seen. First, it started Amphibians with those frogs and, yeah. and such. But I'm saying those modern day animals. Je Jeff, don't go back to the place where the dinosaurs are. Because when you do, bad things happen repeatedly. The only reason it worked one and a half times is because the first Jurassic Park is a, a fucking amazing, and that was the first time you tried it. Mm -hmm. it. Fell apart. I actually don't think Lost World is that bad. I kind of like Lost World. They're sort of picking up the pieces of what happened at the park to try to clean up for shit. Still yeah. fell to shit. The T-Rex got on a goddamn boat and broke out in San Diego <laughs> where I grew up. This is the end of the story. Then they brought back Alan Grant. I was not mad about that, so I actually think Jurassic Park 3 is better than Jurassic World because at least it has Alan Grant in it. Star-Lord is in fucking Jurassic World. Same character, no different. And now, it's the same thing. Stop going back to the place where the dinosaurs are. Jeff, Jeff, how excited are you for the Jurassic World sequel? I mean, on a scale from flaccid to full boner, I'd say I've already came. Oh! <laughs> And that's how we want people to feel when they're listening to this episode of the Black Cast. It clearly seems like our Christmas special because of all the themes that we have covered. That have you know, been so I'm going no, no, to interrupt you. Let me, go ahead. Let me stop you right I'm there. I'm not Chris. done. I'm, I'm just saying. Right yeah, I'm Kanye. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to let gonna you make, finish. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to make a, a declaration right now because I think it'll be funny. I will not see that movie in theater. And I will let you guys spoil it for me, and I will be part of the recap episode. Oh, that'd I be great. fucking do not care. Oh, that'll be and so much fun. I guarantee that everything you recap for me, I'll probably be like, yeah, of course it would be a fucking piece of shit. Well, here would be the best part, too. It's like, okay, and then at this point, this is what happens in the movie. Will, any guesses as to what happens next? Yes. And we could do multiple choice. Yeah. We it's could like, do true, false. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Movie Mad Libs. Right. Oh, my God. I will not see that movie in the fucking theaters. Probably ever. Ever. Let me ask you. I just can't allow people to get away with trashing movies that are not great but halfway decent and then lauding this hot steaming pile of piece of shit for being the most average, previs shot, worthless, themeless thing it could ever be as if it was great. Will you go see the uh, standalone Bumblebee Transformers movie in the theater? Maybe not. Is Maybe that not. really a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, that, that last Why? one really put a bad taste. Oh, that last one. Whoa, that, well, I mean, I, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Merlin. Uh, you have no idea. Did you see it? Yeah. They've oh, taken God. away the Sir. But didn't you after. feel it? Like literally everybody, as far as actors, even Michael Bay was just bored making uh, that movie. Just two and a half. Stanley Tucci's Merlin is just like. That's the uh, only. Actually, that's the on. only good thing about it. Is a drunk Stanley Tucci as Merlin. That was pretty great. Prehistoric Transformers. Yeah. That was it. There's. I mean, honestly, you're you're more of the Transformers guy than I am. My the only really Transformers movie that I really liked and connected with was Dark of the Moon, the third one. The second one I rewatched. It has some okay qualities, but overall, it's like not great. The first and the third, and I still think the fourth is very entertaining, but the first and the third are actually not bad. I mean, the first one was fun because it was the first, and it was like ah, Transformers, cool. I have the perfect solve to make the best Transformers movie. Let's Go see. ahead. So we just saw a Thor movie. 80s are very hot right now. <clears throat> We've already seen a fucking Transformers 5 where apparently Merlin and the, they've been involved in for, with time yeah, forever. Sure. Qu don't forget Quint. 
Quintessa, the Quintessa, Quintessa, which is the one version of the Quintessons, which is like right the whole from race the, of people. Yeah. Here's what you do: new protagonist, same Autobots, bump, uh, Optimus, everybody. You bring in some cool ones that got killed and renamed, like Wheeljack. Some fun old ones. You bring Jazz back. They time travel back to the '80s to stop the Decepticons. That's it. You got it. You get arcades. You get dark night neon streets. You get wet streets like '80s movies. It's like fucking an hour 45 two hours it's action it takes place in the 80s Agreed we come back to the present and it's fine go back to why don't we combine all the classic designs of the robots why don't we just combine the two things that you're sick of and make an even better version dinosaur dino beast wars transformers i mean if they made a beast wars instead then yes i would be all if they were if they were like jurassic world fallen kingdom and then like all of a sudden the dinosaurs like transformed into fucking uh, maximals and and predacons i would be like are you fucking kidding me? I am on board. There's like I, a gorilla that's running up to Chris Pratt and yes. then it becomes Optimus Prime. Optimal And then Optimus. they bump fists. I feel like in either scenario, you're missing something really important. Mark Wahlberg. So you don't want him in the next Transformers movie. He doesn't movie. even want to be in the no. last one. So then why did he cash the check? Why did they... Put the auto. Why did they put the Dinobots in the fourth one at the end, and then in the fifth one they're like fucking not in it? They're, they're like for like a second. Junkyard. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Uh, because they have no idea what they're doing. But uh, why were there dinosaur robots buried in China? Because they're listen. <laughs> because they threw a lot of money in the movie, probably. Yeah. yeah. The same reason that I in, just don't think in, it's that hard to like reinvent a garbage '80s children's property that when you watch the old episodes, it is not the Bible. Like people who are like, "Why they ruin my childhood?" Are, I'm like, this show was designed to sell you toys. The writing is yeah. poor. Are you talking op- about G.I. Joe right now? Because G. it sure G. sounded Joe. like it. Yeah. And Power Rangers and Transformers, Transformers Ninja Teams, Turtles. Yeah. Everything that you rewatched that was the original one that was like, he ruined my childhood. I'm like, this is terrible writing. Your it's childhood bad. was a giant advertisement. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was literally just a bunch of words that kids liked jammed together that yeah. is the story of how that title became together it was like actually what do kids like they like being teenagers they love mutants uh ninjas yep that's pretty cool I, and animals I what is an accessible i'm animal? surprised that they weren't teenage mutant ninja pizzas by the way like yeah. little slices of pizza oh, that would be great that's because then that's actually taking that to the next level yeah. and it's like things that they all really love what were you gonna Again, say well that's why the second ninja turtles didn't work oh the reboot as much ninja as people turtles, didn't yeah. like the first reboot i actually thought it wasn't terrible and there was a lot to be enjoyed from it that was entertaining. Sure. The second one was so busy. There were two movies in there. And it was the same Transformers thing. I was like, just, nobody fucking cares. Like, all you have to do is strip away all the hard work that you're putting into this and treat it like a piece of garbage, which is what the source material is, and then build it from there. It's not hard. Did you ever watch Key and Peele? No. There's, I mean, I saw sketches, but yeah, not the show. There's a great Key and Peele sketch from, like, one of their seasons where it's uh, – the, the writer's room for Gremlins 2. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. I'm the sequel doctor. Yeah. I'm here to like punch things up. And he goes, he's like, everybody gets to make up a Gremlin. Just like, whatever <laughs> comes to your mind. And the guy's like, oh, nerdy Gremlin? And he just says all the stuff that's in the movie. I remember that's that. That's totally It's ridiculous. so funny too because it's like, look, Gremlins is far from a perfect movie, but that sequel is so tonally different. You're like, yeah. And it was like five or more years later. You're like, who asked for Gremlins 2, the new batch? I, I, I mean, there's the really smart one, you know, the, the Hank McCoy beast of the Gremlins. <laughs> yeah. The know? best line from the sketch, and when you think about it in the movie, it's like, uh, a googly-eyed Gremlin? He's like, 
A Grimmin whose sole purpose in the whole film is just to look dumb as shit. You got it. It's <laughs> in the movie. I, love, <laughs> the mo- I, just, I love that sketch. That was good. Well, it's in the movie. Uh, speaking of, of bad movies, we've talked a lot on the black cast uh, in, the, in the years we've been doing it about a little movie called The Room. Yes. Ah. And, uh, oh, hi, Jeff. Oh, hi. Jeff and I saw The Disaster Artist, uh, not with Will, uh, yeah, but we're not going to spoil it at all. But what, it what was, are you gonna spoil? Well, I was going to say, it was fun. <laughs> James Franco as Tommy Wiseau. Better was than co- my impression of Tommy Wiseau? No. Well, so we have the visual, so I think that that takes it. I don't know uh, if I've heard your impression. Well, that was – that. see, and that's funny that you mentioned it because that's kind of where I'm going with this. So that story yeah. was before Jeff started doing the podcast, and right. so Jeff's never heard it. No. I'm not just doing this for Jeff. This is uh, later at the end of the year. I'm going to be doing something that I talked about for like two years. I want to do – I'm going to do an episode that's the greatest podcast stories ever told. There are two that people talk about, that they remember. In some cases, they ask to hear again. Uh, and, and, and it's two stories. One, Bujenski on the Groove Cruise. Yes. Great. The groove. Then you immediately transition into Will working with, auditioning for, the one and only... Yeah, yeah, you booked a gig with yeah. Tommy Wiseau. And that will be at the end of 2017, maybe the first week in 2018. And Jeff, you're going to need to listen to that. Yeah. Because... It's, You've never heard that story? No, no because it's I've be- never told you that story. No. It's before he was around. I didn't know if it just us like shooting the Well, shit we talk about, oh, hi, pro. Yeah. Here's why it wouldn't have come in. Oh, hi, doggy. Because Christian uh, initially went into that story and telling me about it because I had told him I had just watched The Room uh-huh. for the very first time, like the night before we ended up going to see The Disaster Artist. Okay. So I'll he was like, oh, you had never seen it. Oh, so like, but did you knew about it from like all our conversations right. and are like, oh, hi, pro, and like that stuff. And I was like, yes, I was uh, tangentially aware of yeah. the film. I just never yeah. actually and, seen And it. you didn't go with us to the Rift Tracks, the room no. for whatever. Oh, that's oh, when you that's used right. to work all the time. Yeah. yeah, so you didn't get to, you were I like. I forgot we did Rift Tracks, yeah, the room. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'm so sad I missed that. Yeah, you would have enjoyed I mean, you can still one. stream it or whatever. You know, it's, it's out there. Yeah, so that's a, a story that'll get it to do. At some point, Will, you'll see that movie and you'll enjoy it. Just very important. It, believe it or not, you actually have to stay to the end of the credits because there's something at the end of it that you need to see. The side-by-side comparison? No, that is at the beginning of the credits. Oh. That is also great, though. Yeah. It is so impressive how it looks. And yes, one of the side-by-side comparisons is... The sex scene. Oh, hi, doggy. Oh, um, I don't think they did the side-by-side of the sex scene. Uh, no, I, I, I think, think so. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was like... He knows her belly. Yeah. He knows fucking her belly. Yeah. Which is like what everybody was saying. Like, yeah, that's what Seth Rogen says. I started seeing that movie, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? He thinks that's where that's where babies are made. I started the movie and I was like, so this is a softcore porn? Because yeah. we had three straight, like, overly naked... He uses the same sex same foot, twice. Same footage, yeah. yeah. Did they exactly. talk about that in the movie? They didn't, actually. I feel like there are a few things that are cut they, out of Disaster Artists to make it move along a little bit yeah, more. They like skip over, they essentially, the entire editing process and everything that would have oh. happened basically after Greg, like, was done with the shoot until, like, the premiere. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they... Because it's all supposed to be based on the book, which you would imagine is only from his perspective. I love the billboard that I saw coming up Highland Boulevard, Highland 
you mean I've so long since I voted on that Avenue, I think. But uh, you're uh, talking about the it's uh, the same as the old room poster, but it's, it's like weird, lazy. I think, but it's for the disaster artist, and it's, it's with James Franco. Font. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that billboard. I was like, very few people understand what this actually. Means. And that's all I knew about the room for like, years was the billboard because yeah. Tommy Wiseau paid to keep that billboard up on Sunset Boulevard. Sunset yeah, like yeah, where the Chick Fil A is now, uh-huh. actually. Right yeah, and that's all I knew about it. And at first I saw that billboard. I thought that was Gene Simmons. I was wrong. And that's all I really knew. And then I was just like, what the hell is this movie? And I had a friend visit from New York who had heard about it. And he's like, I need to go see this movie. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. anything. And Tommy was there. Greg was there. And everybody knew this movie except kind of for us. And it's so amazing that they made a movie about the making of it. And in theory, it or James Franco could get nominated for an Academy Award, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially when you consider that Tommy, out of his own pocket, kept his movie in theaters for two weeks so that The Room was eligible for Academy Award consideration. That back. was, wow. Yeah, so he paid to keep, yeah. He spent a lot of money. He spent like $6 million on it. And there's still wow. no real verdict as to where how he financed comes. it. Yeah. No one knows where he comes from. Nobody knows how old he is. Yeah, this is all addressed in the movie. So there was an interview I saw recently where it was like um, he was on with James Franco. Tommy Wiseau and Franco were on uh, like one of the late shows. And Wiseau copped to being from Europe. And just Europe, though. Yeah, just yeah. Said Europe. And then said that he like, but I grew up and spent most of my time in New Orleans, you know. And they were like, what street? And he's like, Shawmet. Shawmet's actually city. He's uh, <laughs> like, okay. I would love it if like 10 years from now, if he's like, not even 10 years from now, whenever he's like sick and dying and it's the end of time of his life. Yes. He's like, he, he's like, we're, gonna, we're going to make a press statement, okay? Everybody be ready for press time. He comes up and he goes, my name's actually Tommy Smith. <laughs> I'm from Baton Rouge. This is, a character that, guys yeah, this is a character that I developed. Yeah. Yeah. I just pulled the greatest prank on America that's ever been played besides President Donald Trump. That's the biggest one. Look at, look at Will thinking, sneaking politics into hey. the end there. I met, I uh, actually met Christopher Nolan back in 2005 when he seen my movie, and that's what inspired him to make the prestige about <laughs> lifelong commitment to Rome. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, I'm actually American, but I can't break from character because I've been doing it for so long that my uh, just this way now stuck forever. It's like when parents say you make face for so long, you get stuck with that same face. I'm stuck as Tommy myself. When you ask question, how old did you, Tommy? You just embarrass yourself. <laughs> Don't ask. I'm the same age as you. You're 19. Yeah, about. So, uh, but we'll have that, and that'll be sort of, uh, that'll be kicking off a, a little bit of a uh, paternity leave for me from my own podcast, I, which I alluded to before. And the timing, I thought, was going to be very different from when the baby was going to come. I thought that uh, I was going to get the Star Wars special in before then, the Last Jedi episode. I thought we were going to get the Christmas episode in. I, 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 I'm very excited, gentlemen, for the uh, Doctor Who Christmas special, which is sort of, overshadowed by a lot of things yeah. but uh peter capaldi and the first doctor yeah uh and uh, you know that he's he's meant a lot more to me. faith that we can have palm again at some point just yeah. being a random episode. just hanging out just do it once yeah one time and oh, hey, you. yeah <laughs> it's like oh hey me oh hey, oh, me. oh hi palm again yeah. uh-huh. what are you doing here in san francisco with the room you're my favorite doctor okay bye <laughs> that's me I'm Doctor too. <laughs> Just like you, I'm Doctor. How old are you? Same age. 
We are same person, so same age. Oh, hi, Amy Pond. What are you doing here? That's oh, crazy. Hi, oh, hi, Rose. I throw you into black hole. You no longer exist in story. <laughs> anyway, that's all of our uh, dueling Tommies there. Uh, but what I understand is uh, if, if Will remembers, you offered to do a uh, guest-hosted Blackcast, yes, you I and did. Jeff, at some point in yeah. early 2018, uh, whenever you feel like you guys can get it in there, that's fine. And you know, I don't, I don't want to hear it ahead of time. I think I'm gonna just give you the I'm login. Send it to you, and you. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna give, like, let you wow. post it. So you pick the picture. You write the description. I don't want anything about it. Here's what we have to decide. The, the picture is gonna be a picture of a butt. Yeah. The title is gonna be fart. But, but yep. <laughs> yeah. Great. And the description is just gonna be more farts. So just like the previous 257 episodes. Yes. Great. Oh my god. I'm all in. The best episode. You think that I'm kidding? I don't. No. The butt I'm cast. Welcome to the butt cast. We both have handheld recorders. We're both just gonna walk around recording our farts on our phones. For a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Terrence. I fell up. Let's hunt for treasure. Ah, <laughs> oh, cheers, buddy. <laughs> I was originally going to say we have to decide whether we're going to make it the best episode ever so that everybody is just like, why do we need that Bladcast character? On oh, that'd podcast? be so great. Oh, I my God. I'm very much married now to the fact that we're going to title the episode Fart and that <laughs> yeah. the description is just going to be more farts. <laughs> <laughs> and then we should make it like some really serious like discussion. Yeah, like some Noam Chomsky level. <laughs> I'm going to fully sever ties with any Bladcast listeners who have had any shred of patience for me and my liberal feminist ways <laughs> you're going to uh pick a book off the bookshelf and you're both going to talk about eat pretty my, these are my roommates i know that's why I'm, I'm looking at them. i'm gonna go full andy kaufman and just read a book <laughs> look if you could get tony clifton to be on the the I'll guest yeah i I'll mean you know him right clifton. yeah i'll call dennis he's been on he's yeah. been on twice yeah, and i think he recorded something for a third episode so you know he's he's been invited He'll be due by the time that, uh, you know, I'll be on his podcast. Like, All right, you can be on the Blackcast. Yeah. No, I'm good. Right? I'm good. Red Circle Jerk with Christian Black. Um, so anyway, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody, <laughs> right? I mean, that's what we're doing here. We're talking about Christmas time. I would love to see Tommy Wiseau as Santa, you know, with a little Santa hat on. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Hello, Ranger. <laughs> How are you? So good. It's nice. I like your nose. <laughs> Santa, I want you to bring me this for Christmas. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You don't tell Santa what to bring you. <laughs> I bring you what I want to bring you. Oh, hi, Blitzen. Also, child, do not talk about me to your parents. <laughs> so I would not like for them to know what we have discussed. Yeah. I have figment of imagination. I'm not real. I'm in mine. The greatest trick Tommy Wiseau oh, hi, ever Scott. did was convince the world that I never exist. <laughs> I bring my presents down the chimney. I said, I sit at your table. I give you my presents with the sea, and we have dinner together. Stella! <laughs> You're tearing me apart! <laughs> anyway, on that note, uh, I guess it's uh, time to roll up the carpet on uh, the Black Cast semi-Christmas special. We talked about, like, snow once or something, I think. Oh, no, that was cocaine. But same no, difference, yeah. really, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. And uh, Jeff and I, I guess, will be back to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yeah. Because uh, Will is apparently confusing it with Jurassic World 2, uh -huh. Book of Shadows. Yep. And just not going to see I it. Which I saw, by the way. 
Jurassic Book, Jurassic World Two, Book of Shadows. How was that? Not good. No, not good. No, they no. changed the, dra- the the dinosaur found footage model to like an actual narrative. I don't think anybody wants that. I heard that. it's really no, it hard for yeah. the T-Rex to cast spells because, like, reaching into <laughs> the aisles <laughs> to get into a cauldron. He also can't turn the pages in the yeah. spell book. It's, it's really embarrassing. But, uh, you know, we'll do that, and we'll see what else we get in 2017. And, look, I'm going to be back. It's just uh, i got to catch my breath. Listen, I told you my New Year's resolution is to do less. Yeah. You have well, a new baby. Yeah. You should do the same. Well, I can't do less black cast. I, I feel like at this point... It's uh, it's my vanity project. It's like it's what I've got basically. This very is all pr- I have. My legacy for my I'm, children. I just I, had a second baby. I'm very proud of my kids, but let's be honest. Blackcast has been around a lot longer than either of those kids. It's well, your real baby. Yeah. If you want to take this into a creepy sci-fi perspective. Oh, please do. Having done this many podcasts in the future, your wife and kids could make an artificial intelligence model based on your habits and basically replace you if you die. Oh, I'm so we sorry. We could like plug in all the episodes yeah. and pull. And so it would know responses that you would generally have based on. <laughs> but it so, would get all glitchy and fucked up and like when something major would be happening and like someone's sick and Heather like needs help and loving like affection. Christian's just like this malfunctioning robot like welcome to the black Every, every time Christian bot tries to get like intimate with Heather, it just starts ringing from its mouth like ding ding. I think you know. Look, I just like. Oh, do you, do do you, do you want to go to Coltrane's corner with me? Do you want to talk some nerd talk? Hey, how about some Tebow time? See, it I could say all be, those like, things. Cut like inappropriately with other things. Yeah. Like, Let's go to Coltrane. Welcome to the Black Eyes Coltrane's Corner. <laughs> it's people, time for some new- Welcome to the Black <laughs> Every time people come over, Welcome to the Black Yeah, Coast well, I think that that's how I would answer the door. This uh, AI version of me. <laughs> Welcome to my house. we <laughs> joined by my Robin wife Williams. and my two kids. Kevin Williams and Bicentennial Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to be a real boy. Well, I'm excited for the butt cast <laughs> featuring farts and more farts. Yes, it's going to be so good. You know, my friend my friend Brad has also offered to record an episode from Australia. So, no, Brad. So, I'm going to let people I'm going to let people vote <laughs> on which one of those fat cast. Yeah, fat cast with Brad. Yeah, you got the fat cast. <laughs> people can vote on which one they like better or do they like you know, regurgitated interviews that I did about a year ago. We'll see what they like. Chuck Dixon. Uh, the Chuck Dixon. I would love to talk Chuck Dixon again. There's a new Bane comic that uh, I yeah, haven't yeah. read. Have you read it? Or uh-huh. yeah, I would like to read it though. I uh, Chuck. That's me saying, "Where's my free comics? Where's my yeah? yeah where's yeah. my free stuff? Make with the free." <laughs> but uh, anyway, Merry Christmas to everyone, and of course, uh, very special Merry Christmas and thanks to my guys, uh, Jeff Duray who uh, finds time, Will Sterling, who in a exceedingly complicated and confusing world makes time for the black cast when he can, which we appreciate. But, uh, you know, there's no restitution for being a part of the black cast. There's uh, an occasional let's let's have a drink. Oh, I brought beers, although that's been a long time, especially since we started doing it in the morning. Uh, There's a excuse me. Yeah. I will drink in the morning. What are you guys talking about? I mean, I'm a. I just haven't been doing it because I didn't want to look like a drunk. I'm a responsible parent. I can't possibly. You can drink. have a brunch cocktail, Christian. It's LA. 
Just yeah. because it's a Wednesday doesn't mean it's the same as a fucking Sunday. It's the same shit. All right. Well, you know, I'll take that into consideration. But that's my point. There ain't much for you guys that you get out of doing this. Jeff is doing long research, deep research on his own 10 years in the making, decade cast, deca cast. I don't know. Deca cast. Yeah, the deca cast. Deca cast. Which. Are we nine years away yet, or we're still a full ten? No, away from we're it? we're at about the uh, actually eight year, okay, and eleven and a half month mark. Oh my goodness! Wow, this is actually yeah. So okay. we're it's getting close. It's and, you know it's be right 40, now. No, I'll be forty. So oh. interestingly <laughs> enough, just to let everybody in on my creative process, the last year was actually all already recorded, and now the next eight and a half or eight plus are going to be uh, about eight and a half spent cutting that. You are, and then the final bit promoting it. You are the Richard Linklater of podcasting. Mm -hmm. Good job. Jeff Hood is going to be Jeff the name You're going to make a podcast that everyone critically is going to think is amazing, but technically speaking, is actually not a very good thing. Yeah. It's just. But like, Ethan Hawke's going to be in it. Yeah. So people, yeah. It. Remember like, when I was famous? Basically, it's going to be one of those things where it's like it took so much work and time to do this that we can't tell you how bad it is. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Boyhood was like so average and not very good, but it's like. But it took the guy 12 years to make it. It like, is pretty if crazy. If we say anything bad about it, like, it will destroy him. <laughs> and that poor Ethan Hawke is already at the end of his fucking wits. You know, Will, you talked about how in almost 10 years you'll be 40. And something that we talked about not too long ago on the Black Cast was that you were turning 30. Yes. And I wanted to ask, uh, how did your birthday party go? It was good. I got really drunk. Uh, Jeff, how much fun did you have at, at Will's birthday party? It was great. It was a great Why time. were you not there? I texted <laughs> I texted Katie to get in touch with you because I figured you were too drunk already by okay. the time we got there. Natasha got home and then we went to like check where it was because I thought it was still downtown. Uh, and then we saw it was all the way back where she had just side. come from. Uh, and we were like, yeah, it's not going to happen. She had, <laughs> she had worked the next morning. So it was just like, nah. And then it was I was like, shit, do I like call him tomorrow? I posted in the Facebook or? event multiple yep. times to try to tell I was people. I was well aware. It's definitely my bad for not double checking <laughs> earlier. I and, honestly thought I was like, Fuck, did I forget? Because sometimes when I do a Facebook event, like I just forget to click people's names on the invite. And there's like close friends of mine that are like, I didn't get an invite. And I'm like, you didn't? And I was like, uh, my bad. Like I just yeah. forgot to fucking click. I could just, so I was like, did I not click their names on the yeah. thing? We tried to we tried to tell Katie so that she would tell you because I figured going to you directly on your phone I figured you were like blowing up and busy so I was like let's go. I wasn't blowing up, but I would have been like, what? <laughs> yeah, I got a cancellation from one guy that I was like, fuck. Fuck this. And Wait, the next that, day that was, was me, like, right? No. Because no, no. <laughs> I did the cancel. he was like, oh, I broke my foot. I don't know if you got my text. And I was like, oh, okay, this is your legit excuse, I guess. Yeah, I uh, was, very, you know, for me, anybody who knows me, the idea that there was a karaoke party that I had to not go to. No. That, I, that's that what I told you. I was like, out of all the people to tell me reasons why they can't be there, I believe you the most. It was just so, it was lame though, because it was just like, I had like a viral infection. I was like, chills. I felt awful. And, you know, I wasn't sleeping because you know, hashtag two kids. And I was just like, I just can't do it. And I also didn't want to make myself sicker and everyone in the room sick. Uh, and by in the room, I mean, oh, hi, room. Yeah. But uh, so it, it hurt me. That uh, n the black cast was not represented at Will Sterling's Sorry. joyous occasion. I think, in fairness, if I had checked earlier in the day, I probably would have told Natasha she said she wasn't going to go, and I could have just gone on my own. Or so. she could have been near it, and instead oh. of heading home, you could have met her out there. You could have Ubered it. 
or that. See, uh, that's... Now you know. Yeah. Now you know. And knowing's half the battle. G.I. Joe. My problem, my problem with reading <laughs> everything that you get from like a Facebook event is like 90% of it was your other friends being like, I can't go. So I just was like stopped paying attention. Look but that's my bad. My yeah, look at Will's updates. It's true. I'm a bad uh, friend. So, Will, I'll be there. I'll bad, be, bad friend cast. I have plenty of friends who just didn't show up and didn't say anything. I'll be there for your 40th. So, uh, Wait, that's honestly be... probably the next time I'll have a big birthday. Well, I don't know. We can still do last something. Last time I had a big birthday was when I turned 21. Hmm. My, my last like big birthday party, well, my biggest birthday party was my 19th birthday because it was a surprise birthday party. But the last like good birthday I had was my 28th birthday where I literally forced my friends to go to a water park because yeah. I was like, we should go to a water did park. You go to raging, did you go to Raging Waters? No, we went to Hurricane Harbor because oh, nice. they used to work there so they knew the spot pretty well. They knew they knew where you could avoid all the pee or no, it's not possible no, to avoid the pee. No, where I could hit all the pee. It was my birthday. <laughs> my golden birthday, I needed a golden shower. Golden pee. <laughs> And on that note, a golden Christmas to each and every <laughs> one of you in Black Cast Nation. Uh, because without Black Cast Nation, this would just be us in a room talking, which honestly we would still do. We don't want Black Cast Nation to go away, but if you did, we'd still do this. So we will make you stay with us. Or if not, that's fine. We, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, shit. We haven't been recording on any of this. I'm kidding. Ah, Sammy. That's another thing we're never going to do. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, for Jeff DeRay at Jeff DeRay. Catch me on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> and for Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore who has the motivation report. Christmas spectacular. Holiday extravaganza. Oh, so it's not. Oh, so whoa, we're on Christmas. It's the holiday extravaganza. Yeah. So, well, we, do you have a lot of sketches about I have Kwanzaa? Who are not just strictly Christmas celebrators? They celebrate Hanukkah. So you have a Kwanzaa sketch somewhere. There's in the no qu Kwanzaa sketch. There it's is Kwanzaa joke. Okay, well that's good enough. By you. Uh, oh yeah. That's what about right. Festivus? For the rest of us? Yeah. yeah. Next year. Next year. Next year, do the whole Festivus special, yeah. and people can find that. And uh, Red Circle Podcast, or what? What is it called? Red Circle Sports. Red Circle Sports. I knew that. Starting Miller. January 9th? 9th? Tuesday the ninth. The Red Rocket yeah. Podcast, brought to you by Dave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we love him for it. And of course, I'm at Christian DMZ, and have every expectation on uh, being back next week to talk about Star Wars: The Last Jedi. And uh, we'll see about after that, you know? There's going to be a black cast, but is there going to be a black? That is the real question. But for now, Merry Christmas, and we will see you next time on The Black Cast! And to all a good night. Have yourself a merry, merry Christmas. Have yourself a good time. But remember the kids who got nothing. While you're drinking down your wine Father Christmas, give us some money We got no time for your silly toys Father Christmas, please hand it over We'll beat you up, so don't make it